0: Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'll be your host uh, for today is Rich Polly, and joining me is um, long time listener, first time commenter Liam Baker. Hello, you're hi mate.
1: You're
0: right. I-, I decided to go for your actual name instead of your jolly pirate internet nickname of Ian Barker. Um, so if anybody's confused. Liam's the person who is known as Ian Barker on our streams, if you've ever seen that happening um, and uh, also um, back from the other side, where he's been playing all sorts of other games but not X-Wing, is uh, Sean Milligan, Arit Arit, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright, thank you very much good. Um, still well, living go. living my best life in Bolton during lockdown it's all good and I'm living not very far away <laughs> from you,
2: also in Bolton <laughs> 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 not mm-hmm. seeing you for six months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is literally, it's <laughs> a literally the most i've spoken to you since february
0: oh hang on no you came to my doorstep once with a birthday present for me kids <laughs> ah, okay fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> fair, fair, um all right so uh this uh weekend just gone um was the fourth of the um gold squadron and fly better um online TTS tournaments, uh, so it was Crate, um, the latest of the Galaxy's qualifiers uh, so um, it was a one, um, again, by Fan Langelan, uh from uh, the Netherlands, uh, he was flying his uh, 6 Nantex list um, and he beat an interesting FO list, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit in the final um, so well done to Fan um, and uh, well done to everybody else who played and who did well and um, so fans now won 2 of these um with his six nantex and he's gone undefeated in both of them so um not only is it a very strong list fans are a very strong player and that just shows you um what uh, what can happen with that combination so yeah um fantastic um interesting thing about it it was the first of the um the galaxy's tournaments with the new ships available um so players could choose to use the lat gunship the xi shuttle and the hmp gunship um for the droids the side slipping missile thing um and there were a few of them but not too many um i mean liam you played in crate which is why we've got you on so you can chat us through it um do you just want to talk us through how the tournament was run was it um you know all good and uh just a normal tournament? Was it a bit weird? Was it a bit different? How did it go?
1: Uh, I think with the online tournaments, they do generally just seem a bit uh, odd. So you've got your standard six-game format. You don't have to move at all, and it's really hard to you know sit down in between rounds and have a conversation with your mates, try and get any form of like support or anything, or you know lift your lift your spirits, or even just you know just have a general chat about anything other than X Wing to keep your mind off things. Mm-hmm. You just kinda of just sit there hunched over a laptop uh, just starting to rot away, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I find it I find it weird. I mean aside from, you know, the cost of sitting you know, pen money to sit in a laptop um and games when you could just be doing that anyway um, like I know there is some prize support and stuff but I, I find it odd the concept of playing an X-Wing tournament but not having the social aspect of it um, you know and, and, and I haven't entered any of the Galaxy's tournaments and I'm not sure I will I'm starting to get tempted into doing the, the Polish time zone one but I know that's relatively soon um, and I've not um,
1: weeks,
0: yeah, yeah it's, it's the next one But
1: so Just out of interest how long were you at your desk for? Uh, okay, so I panicked a bit because I was just worried about the time zone and the countdown. So I think I sat down at about 2 ish. Yeah. And I went to sleep at 3. Mm, okay. 3 a.m. Yeah. 3 a.m. Yeah, so 2 p.m. to 3 a.m.
0: Right. Okay. So okay. that's a and normal. That's, I mean, that's, that's a normal. Game yeah, day, isn't it? Just offset by four Time's hours. Up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just Which, felt longer yeah. because I was sat in the same
0: place. Yeah. Okay. And I guess, you know, you could do things to make your life easier, like, you know, have a better gaming setup and bigger monitors and a comfier chair and, you know, all that kind of stuff that, you know, World of Warcraft Raiders
2: have, you know, you, people who yeah. are still doing it 12, can, 15 years down the line. But you can't because you, you spent all all your cash buying six Nantexes. You can't afford it. Yeah, a but they're free at the minute no, if you play no. on TTS.
0: <laughs> so, we'll be back in person one day. Yeah, and it, it seems that people are still buying the ships and waiting for that one day. So it's it's good. Um, all right, so cool. Um, how did you get on in the end, Ian?
1: Uh, Ian? Huh?
0: Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna mix up what I call you today. As I've told you before, I've forgotten which ones real so many times now. It's I would, ultimate meme.
1: Uh, just stick with it, to be so you I was me. I was
0: genuinely gonna try, and then I've uh, I've just failed. So, Liam, tell us how did you get on in the in the tournament at the weekend?
1: Uh, I started off really well. Uh, I got a bye.
0: cool free win.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, it was a bit disappointing, obviously, because I paid X amount of money to play six games of X Wing, and I only actually got five. And I yeah. went into my second game a bit cold. Yeah, uh, My second game was against uh, Imperial Aces, but it was uh, Rex LeBrath and Vader. Uh, so, me wh- as well.
0: what were you playing? What were you using?
1: Uh, Boba Eamon. Okay. So, so uh,
0: Twin Fire Sprays.
1: Yeah. I've been nice. running it for a while. Uh, I ran it since about April. Uh, the only thing I had to change since the points changed was the whole upgrade on Boba. Mm hmm. Which brought it back down to a, a standard one nine seven again. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: the so the Imperial aces obviously Rexler and Vader got quite fortunate. Uh, it was just horrible trying to put damage down on a, a defender. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so this is a bit. supernatural reflexes. Vader with advanced sensors. Rexlar, so two ships yeah. moving after you. with like, haven't they got like a fourteen point bid or something? Yeah, makes... and so they're both moving after you. They're both pre-move repositioning, and they're both basically saying, "No, you can't shoot me unless I opt in to being shot at."
1: Yeah, and obviously, like my list, I'm dropping bombs left, right, and centre.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when he's not letting me drop bombs where I, where I want them to be, or he can just dodge them because I've placed it right in front of him. It's a it's a little soul destroying, but at the same mm-hmm. time, uh, you just have to point your rear arc at them and it, it, at some point you will you will get the get the old proximity mine off and I managed to put him into a dodgy position and managed to just squeeze a win out of that which is more than I thought I was going to get.
0: Yeah. So you started yeah. off two and oh
1: yeah I was uh I was living life. <laughs> and then the third round I was against a list that was built to beat Nantex and it was Wedge and Luke both the proton tops. And Dora Wexley in the Y Wing with advanced Proton Torps. Uh, and it just it was horrible. So that's I, I was just
0: just upset of me. It's just intended to be a high high initiative alpha strike that, isn't it? To to yeah. lift a couple of or one and a half nantecs or two nantecs off a turn. Um if it gets lucky with the dice. Just, you know, shift them. I mean, wedge with a proton torpedo can He can clear one off himself, can't he? Quite comfortably,
1: yeah. Well, he managed that to boba shields, yeah, quite easily. And it was just an uphill struggle, Uh, yeah. I lost the roll off, which obviously, when I'm using boba, quite a big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But obviously, in some events, you've got to take a loss again. Certainly, so that there's something it's going to be straight away, it's going to be a difficult game. So as soon as we put the the, uh, the ships down I just looked at it and went okay it's probably going to be an early lunch. So at least I got to got enough time to actually sort something decent to eat instead of just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, fourth game uh, was against my alias Ian Becker. Bit weird that isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean I've, I've seen him on stream and yeah. like well, I've seen like uploads and that, and I say Ian Beck, and I was like, I haven't played. I haven't played on stream. <laughs> and then I realised that's not my name anymore. But thanks to a combined effort, I think it's between Will, him and Darren, uh, it's starting to stick in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats!
0: 100% Stockholm Syndrome.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I believe Ian Beck made cut using
0: a uh, Warthog. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, he was the guy who... Oh, did he... was he yeah. the guy with the Warthog the four... plus one arc and four... four torrents. Yeah. Torrents, yeah. With um, Commander Cody on, on the Warthog. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, how, this is how where... did that
2: game go? Because
0: that, that list interests me.
1: This is... It, it's a solid list. Uh, it's, if you can't put the damage through and the ships just stick around, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he finished with a torrent on half and warthog on one. <sighs> Oof. Oof. Warthog was on one for about three turns, I just couldn't put the damage through. Uh, this is when you got that message from me saying I give up. <laughs> I'm probably going to drop. Yeah,
2: it, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? That's the lad's only like one defense dice, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yep. That's really, really harsh. <laughs>
1: And I felt I definitely felt hard done by, but at the same time, he didn't fly badly. Yeah. So as much as unhappy I was with my dice, can't take the win away from him because okay. he did fly well. Uh
2: yeah, it's
0: one of those things, isn't it, when you're in a tournament and that happens, you know, what one of the one of the skills almost, if that's the right word, to be in a um to doing well is being able to just shake that off and you know, kind of come back. But I mean, I guess you were looking at having been 2-0, you were then 2-2 and kind of yeah. staring at, well, unless I 200 nil my next two games, I'm probably not making cut here.
1: Yeah. I mean, so at that point, I was just like, this is really like, quite annoyed me. Like, the variance has gone quite against me. hmm Do so I just give up? And I was speaking to a couple of guys, uh, it was like Darrell McDowell, Gary McDowell, and Connor Holmes. Mm-hmm. And I just said, and I was like, I'm probably going to drop. And Gary was like, don't do it. There's no pressure now. You've got no, you can't, unless things go amazingly well, you can't qualify. So just play for fun. And that took so much pressure off me. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, let's
2: go for that. So it's interesting that obviously because it's, you know, when you're missing the social aspect of it, because it's online, I suppose it's, like you mentioned before, it's that pep talk that you can't have. You can't be standing around the bar feeling a bit down to have your mates walk up to you and say, snap out of it. Just go and have some fun. It's a game after all. We're pushing yeah. plastic ships. It's obviously, it's, it's significantly harder unless you've got like a Discord set up to read that on a text and just to have like the same impact.
1: Yeah, normally I've got Craig Reed who just yep. looks at me, tells me hey, I need to sort myself out and Get onto the next game, which normally works half the time.
0: He's good for that. Craig isn't? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really good for that. Um Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things we were talking about—the the social aspect—and you do still get the social aspect over TTS, you know, because you're chatting to your opponent over Discord voice or whatever as well. Um, and I mean, you're getting to meet people and play people. So, you know, unless you've had the worst possible day and you're just not in the headspace for it, you carry on, which you obviously did. Um yeah. and at the very worst you get to play two more games against, you know, people that you might not have played before. Um, you get to meet new people, maybe from the other side of the world or wherever. Um, which is, you know, I've said before, the best thing about playing on TTS is that, you know, you play against somebody from California, somebody from the east coast or, you know, the mid west of America, you play against people from all over Europe. I played against um Joe Congdon listener, actually the show, um, who lives in Japan. Uh, He's an American guy who lives out in Tokyo. um, And I played against him the other day. So, um, hello. (laughs) I said I'd give him a shout out. So there you go. I've remembered. (laughs) So I'm I'm happy with myself now. Um, But yeah, it's the the awesome thing about um, playing is that you do just get to play for fun. And I have to remember, this is why we play the game, isn't it? We play it for fun. We're not playing it for competitive prizes or for winning. You know, there's no big big money there's no stakes to to play in a game of x-wing really um especially on tts so i'm, I'm glad that you kept on playing as well um so yeah how, how did you finish you, you finished 4-2 didn't
1: you 4-2 yeah my fifth game was against nicholas tobin who has appeared quite regularly on the gold squadron podcast yeah as a commentator and a player yeah uh, that was uh, it was two jedi so that's ploking and obi-wan uh Goji in the Y-Wing. Dorsal 7th Fleet. What would he do? Always oh,
0: the one if you're near a bomb, isn't it?
1: Yep. Right. And then it was a, a 212th Battalion pilot. Uh, both at 197 points, I oh, won the roll-off, which meant Boba went where exactly where he wanted. Uh, proximity mines just ensured damage was going through on the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a close game. He wanted to call it as soon as Obi-Wan died, but I just said to him, I was like, realistically neither of us are going to win any prizes, so do you just want to play it out? Yeah. And he did mm-hmm. just finish the game, and I mean, I did, obviously I went for full destruction in the end, because we had time to, but he then managed to get another 99 <laughs> points off me, so he managed to halve both ships at this point. And I just said to him, I was like, I'd rather you play and enjoy the game instead of give up. He, he literally said to me, he was like, uh, well, I know you're tired, you said so, and I just wanted to give you a mental break, and I said, the damage has already been done. Just try and have some fun. And uh, we played out, and it was a a great game. Yeah. It was was definitely one of those games where it made me happy to carry on with the tournament instead of spitting my dummy out and going off to bed. (laughs) Good.
0: So at this point, it's whatever, one o'clock in the morning, and you're playing your last round, and you just thought, you know, well, I'm I'm here now. Let's go have a coffee.
1: Yeah paid the money i may as well uh reap all the rewards i kind i'd of already lost one game due, due to a buy so
0: yeah so what was your uh what was your final game
1: uh, the final game i am just loading the list of, because i have forgotten about it
0: because <laughs> it wasn't like it was you know the day after the event started by the time you were playing this one i know it's like old-fashioned store championships. Five
2: rounds and then three rounds of cut and walking out of there at three in the morning. They're crawling on. out. And the person who drove you who hadn't made a cut just looking sad in the corner. Because <laughs> yeah, I've been sat there for six hours <laughs> doing nothing.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've pulled the list up now. Uh, it was uh, five Z squadron survivors, the TOSFs. Okay. All with concussion yeah. missiles and passive sensors. Oh, I've played
2: nice. against that list. It's horrible.
0: It's a horrible thing to to have to try and figure out how to engage it. Like
1: uh, I figured out, you just don't.
0: <laughs> just...
1: okay. <laughs> uh, I just had a rough, like medium-sized cluster of rocks in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of like an hourglass formation, which I you know you use with swarms to try yeah. and break them up. It broke up his swarm, and then I was able to engage one at a time. Okay. Uh, so by the end of the third engagement, he was down to three, and I just lost the shields on Boba,
0: and that was all she wrote basically because Boba could have just left that. He,
1: he did manage to put the damage through in the end, so Boba was halved, and so and Eamon was dead. But at that point, there was one, there was one Sea Squadron survivor left on one health. Versus, I think it was a full health Boba, and cool. that's only ever going to go one way, really. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. All right, well, well done, man. Four two. Yeah. Um, having considered that you were going to um, spit your dummy out and grump off to bed at whatever about half eleven, you, earlier yeah. than that actually, and you stayed up till three o'clock or whatever, um, playing X-wing. So sounds sounds like it was a fun game um, against lots of different opponents. So um, we're just going to uh, you've talked us through a few of the lists, and you've actually. Um, Stolen my thunder on the one that I was kind of a bit excited to talk about. So um there was a bit of enthusiasm about the lat gunship on our last show, mostly from me. Um, in fact, entirely from me. I just, you know, talked about it for about 10 minutes solid. Um, but um I was interested to see Ian was the only Lat that made cut. Um and he wasn't flying what I thought was the best version, which is with Seventh Squad Veterans and all that kind of stuff, but instead um kind of opted for for more guns. Um, he's obviously flown very well because he's he's gone, uh, I think he went 5-1 in the end, um, to make cut. Um, mm. Yeah, he went 5-1 because he lost two games, so one of them would have been his knockout. Um, and he's ended up in the top eight, so he's he's played his way through. Um, he was on stream as well, so I'm looking forward to going back and watching a couple of those once they're uploaded to YouTube. Um, the other list that I wanted to definitely call out is um, Josh Kuntz, um, who... Flew Venny, uh my Venny build. Sorry, my Venny build. The Venny build that I prefer, um, with Page, Tico, Gunner, and Veteran turret gunner. It's the um,
2: only build. Yeah, yeah. The only And build.
0: then and then he he paired it with a ray, uh, with a really fat ray, um, the fattest of fat rays. And he has so many points left over that he put a shield upgrade on both of them to take it up to two hundred points. Um, so. You know, rather than having a, an eight-point bid or a four-point bid, he's just said, you know, well wow, she'll she'll upgrade on there, um, and he's gone to top sixteen. Um, before I think he lost, he's beaten um, Yelte De Boer, who came uh, second at Worlds. Um, against he lost to Simeon in the final, so uh, Yelte was flying um, another Ray list Ray with three A wings, um, and he's beaten him, in, and then he's lost in top sixteen. I'm um, not. Sure, what um, put him out in the end, um, but yeah, he's done really, really well, and it's great to see somebody else flying Venny. Um, I've been chatting to him actually between um, a little bit between now and the event, and um, he's yeah, he's apparently uh, flown it for quite a while, uh, flown Venny with an assortment of other wing uh, wing mates. So, um, and it's interesting because I wrote Ray off a long time ago because you can't do anything about Venny's blanks with Ray um and you used to have to compromise on both venny and ray in order to put both ships into the list so you had to fly like a half fat one or the other or drop trajectory simulator or drop something that you wanted to keep um and now you can put 95 99 points of Venny, and uh 99 points of ray or 100 points of ray into the list so yeah it's um well done well done josh um did any, I mean,
2: any list jump out at you, Sean? So, I mean, I just wanted to touch on the rare bit. I mean, yeah. I just looked at, through the top 16, there's like four or five rares of yeah. all variety. I mean, majority of them are quite fat at 100 points, but I think that's really good for Resistance because obviously they've they've been in the kind of, they've not really made cut in the past couple of, I felt, I think Resistance have been lagging for a while and we've not even got a new box yet. And it's really nice to see so many of them so many rays make the actual cut. Um, I think.
0: I think it's because oh yeah, it's Ray. Yeah, Ray is a. Um, it is great. Ray is a. Um, is is something that people look to to defeat Nantex. Um, they see her as you know. Right, this is five dice of double modded pain going into my yes. opponent. um Every turn. Left.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, dodge it, and if you fail to dodge it, then you die. And I've also got. A wings to, you know, chip damage either either the to chip tokens off um, to start off with, or just to plink that one damage through at the end once the tokens have gone to to pop them. Um, really effective time on target. Dave Sutcliffe, who's been on the show a few times, has referred to Ray plus three, which is what Yelta was running as basically five A wings, but you trade, you're combining two A wings into Ray um, yeah. because you know you've still got the bow tie arc, you've got high time on target, yeah. you're still able to chip loads of damage in and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I
2: mean... think I think seeing Ray has kind of re-inspired my my want to play X-wing again. Um, yeah. So I was always kind of on the resist- resistance train uh, train because obviously flying um, I fly a venue myself. So mm-hmm. seeing Ray there with a the new box set coming out, and I love the new paint scheme for the A-wing as well. Um, yeah, I'm getting a. a excited about it again, which is really good. So
0: yeah did you come up against any Rays at all, Liam?
1: No. Uh to be fair, I've got quite a bit of practice against Ray. Yeah. Uh, because uh one of the one of my best mates, uh, Adam Freeman, he likes to run Ray. And she terrorised me for for a good part of like five games when we were testing against each other. So I have started to understand where I need to be, but if it's a fat ray, she can be almost anywhere because yep. of she's got the Millennium Falcon title and it's just a worrying prospect most of the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you've got that um, is it Corsella? You know, yeah, you can, it just strips off all, all tokens. Oh, well, people yeah. have pointed it out to me, you can, um, you can blue over a debris and yeah, you, you pick yeah. up the debris as you cross it and then you get an action at the other side anyway, because the debris cloud doesn't stop you from taking an action. It just gives you a stress, which yeah. normally then stops you from taking the action. But because you can use Corsella to shed it, off you go. <laughs> and it's like, oh, OK, it's pretty disgusting. Um, and there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do um, with a really fat, um, fat ray. But, I mean, there's a couple of different... Um, Variations that have been doing the rounds of of Ray and three um, A wings or Ray and two A wings with prockets and you know and, and an assortment of them have made it into cut so that's been really good to see. Um, the other
2: thing that has hit cut. Um, I was about to say I do have the, the list. I do want to, to talk go on about, then. Though. Go but on I is on the then. one about you mentioned is I know it created a lot of um, uh, chat in our um, Facebook groups, but it's uh, Khan's scum list. Yeah, I uh, mean, that's a great list, isn't it? Uh, Bosk and Obafet, Uh And I just love the fact that a Bosk is in there for 71 points, and it's just filled with everything. Um, oh, so cheap. So cheap for what it does. It's just, kind of like, so it's Bosk, Crackshot, Fallon, Zuckers, Greedo, Deadman Switch, and Electronic Battler, if yeah. I'm reading this right. And that's only 71 points. So, I mean, to it's ridiculous. through ridiculous. I mean, stepping through what that
0: list does, basically, is um, at initiative four, Bosk shoots. Yes. And he rolls some stuff, and he's probably got a focus token, because why not have a focus token? Because, you know, you're not going to spend it on defense, are you? Um, So you're probably doing two hits. Greedo then turns one of those hits into a crit. Assuming it's not been spent. No, it doesn't get spent by being shot at. It only gets spent when you shoot. Um so That's you 1.0
1: yeah. greedo isn't it where are the um,
0: yeah yeah one point oh greedo being shot at spent at two point oh greedo it only shoots it only spends when you shoot. Oh, um ooh. which means okay. that you take a crit every time somebody shoots you. but um, okay. <laughs> well, ra- rather than just the once Um yeah. So um so it's it's better but also worse. Um so um anyway, so Greedo turns one of them into a crit. Then you use Forlom to take two Ion tokens, which doesn't affect them the first time you do it. Um, And by taking two Ion tokens, you tell them that they can't spend one of their green tokens. So they're rolling natural dice because most ships have only got a focus. Um, Then they roll the dice. And if they roll the natural evade, then you use Zuckus to take a stress, I think it is, to make them re-roll that one natural evade. Um, so basically, um it says you can't use your tokens and you're relying on natural dice and I'm probably gonna make you re-roll out of your three and eight chance of actually doing something. So and, he's uh, oh, so, and
2: if you in my bullseye, I'm just gonna crack shot the raid off anyway.
0: Yeah. And then and then Busk's ability turns the crit that Grito's created back into two more hits as well. Um at the end of all of that. And then your dead man's uh, you you baffle it. And then you do it again. And he's got a dead man switch on it, which means that having done all of that, he then jams it into your list in the next round. And then your choice is, do you let him do it all over again? Or do you shoot him and kill him and take one damage on loads of your ships? And on one of the stream games, he played it perfectly. He left two Nantex on one health and then the dead man switch went off and he killed one of them. And then the next round, um, Boba Initiative killed the other one. And suddenly there was less Nantex, and then, you know, oh, I mean, it's a list, and Akhtar has, um, he chats on the, the Sith Takers um, Discord uh, a little bit, and um, a few other people that I know who've, who've spoken to him about it um, have said, he said it's not built to beat Nantex, He's he's been running it for ages, he's been running it, Ben has said he's been running it since Worlds um, that Ben went to, he played against him um, pre-Worlds, when he was just messing about with it, um, and you know, it's just one of those things that is absolutely filthy, and I mean the bobber is 128 points. <laughs> That's
2: ridiculous. <laughs> yes, and so
0: you you, know, you <laughs> go at you go at that list, and you think, well, I have to kill Bosk because I can't allow that thing to be on the table. Yeah. But the problem is, is that you then left with 128 points of of bobber that you can't kill. Um,
2: because different. he's got Marauder, he's got Lone Wolf. It's lo- It's that Lone Wolf is the fact that I am running away with Lone Wolf, dropping yep. Prox mines on you, shooting you with Marauder, and with hand Solo. Yeah, and I've still got rerolls if I'm not at range uh, one, and I've got
0: two focus tokens because I've got <laughs> contraband. Uh, not con- I've got Perceptive Copilot and Hand Solo. So uh, it's it's like a really old-fashioned Boba build. It's a Boba build from back at the start of version two, and Akhtar's brought it back. So. I mean, it's amazing. I think you should fly that, Liam. I think you'd love that.
1: Yeah. I I used to fly a similar one. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It was, obviously, it was a Marauder, Han, and IG-88D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'd just have all the focus mods in the world. And it it was a lot of fun to fly. But then it got nerfed to Oblivion, and I decided to scumbag it and go with Slave 1 and just Slave 1 everything.
2: (laughs) That's the way to do it, isn't it? So that is my definite list. I am currently on the hunt out for a party bus because I think that list is ridiculous. So it looks just really good fun. you are gonna give it uh, a blast. I am absolutely. Um, I mean, the, it's also the, the fact it's like I, part of me is thinking because that's like seventy-one points. You, you yeah. can get a, you can get a decent Han for like for like sixty odd points. Um, because Han's like, so I think he's forty-eight points now. Um, for him, and he's. For to come the Falcon means I've got like sixty, seventy points left to play with for a third ship for like a decent third ship. So
0: I don't, I don't think you can get a better third ship than just putting all those points into Boba. I think, I think Actar yeah. spent two years refining that list down, and I think it takes skill to fly it. It's not a, it's not a YOLO. I can win things just by you know doing whatever list. Um, it takes uh, uh you know. And he lost in top four because basically his dice said no while his opponent's dice were saying yes. Which um, is
2: odd given the amount of rerolls
0: and back and, and I mean, yeah, you know, it was... Um, I can't remember exactly. And... <laughs> yeah, but Bobba basically was rolling like two, three hits, but the silencers were rolling two, three evades every time. So Bobba wasn't able to push damage through. Um, it was a... I mean, I watched it and it was a... It got a bit painful at one point, but um I just do want to touch on the list that came second, which is an FO yeah. list which surprised everybody. Um so um three Sinar Jameis engineers, so they're the initiative one silencers, uh, so just generic efficiency, and then backed up by Hollow with Pride Tradition. Um so how he was flying them was he was flying the three silencers across the board in a screen with Hollow sitting behind, and then Hollow's chucking. An evade token to whichever of the silencers looks like it's going to be focus fired. Um, and then, you know, Hollow then flanks around one side or the other, um, continuing to do the same thing while arc dodging all the way, um, taking depletes and tokens and focuses and then pushing loads of damage into things. So, um, Kenneth Lyon, well done. He's made um, top table. Um, I heard on stream commentary that he'd never played against Nantex before he met Fan on the top table. And Ouch. in f- in fairness to him, if it had been an hour and a quarter game, thanks to some crazy variants where Fan was never rolling more than one hit and um, Kenneth was rolling more than one evade every, every, every shot, um, at an hour and a quarter, he was winning. Uh, he was up. Um, but then the variants swung back in the last 45 minutes and he ended up being tabled with Fan having... I think three, three and a half, maybe, um, Nantex left. Oh, I think he had four, but two of them were on one health or something. Okay. But um, yeah, so, I mean, well done to him. It's a, it's an interesting list, and I tell you, I wouldn't want to engage it because silencers are an absolute pain in the backside. If, if they roll paint, they just live forever. Yep.
2: I agree. So do we think that the... Nantex is a problem, Spam, now it's won four, like the four major tournaments that we've got. Uh,
0: It's just a little bit too cheap. Um, It's now got to the point where the Nantex players um, are bidding off against each other. So what's interesting is that at Create, there weren't actually very many Nantex lists. Um, It was was like 5 It was like five percent of the field. It was like thirteen or yeah. something. I mean, numbers yeah. are not formal. If you want to look, go and look at the tabletop TO list or or whatever um, to have a look at it. But um, six of them made cut, um, so their conversion rate into cut is is crazy good. Um, so yeah, I, I've said in a couple of places, um, crate rejected the Nantex, but the Nantex didn't reject crate and they won it anyway. Um, so you know, fan is one of the best players. Um, that I've had the privilege of meeting and playing against. Um, And he, you know, he's won big real life tournaments. He's won big virtual tournaments. He's a cracking player. And, you know, the Nantex is obviously a very strong list. Um, I'd have been interested to see how uh, he fared against Akhtar. Um, Mm -hmm. I know Akhtar squashed two Nantex lists on his way through. Um, and no disrespect to anybody else that played against actor within Antex lists. Um, but I'd have been really interested to see if Fan had done something different um, yeah, or if he'd played in a, in a different way. Um, so um, we're just touching on on the meta of Crate. I've mentioned it in previous podcasts. I want to mention it again. Um, xwinganalytica.net um, Hopefully we can put the, um, the the web address in the show notes. Um, when it goes up. Um, He's continuing to build up um, his, it's it's Green to Green, he's one of the numbers people um, who's really good at at doing kind of proper analysis Um, and he's um, continued to build his meta analysis across all of these tournaments, um, all of the Galaxy's tournaments. Um, So not only has he broken down the meta for Crate, but he's also combined it into um, an overall view across all all four of the events. Um, It's really, really useful. Um, It just To give you an impression, the expected number of separatist lists that should have made cut based on uh, normal performance would have been somewhere between three and four, and nine separatist lists went into cut. Um, So there you go. Uh, It was um, incredibly high. Uh, But Rebels did well as well. Um, So Rebels did well because um, wikis, apparently. Mm. um, We're not going to talk about them again, but wikis. With AP5, not Sabine. So,
2: That's it. And the Imperials did not do well. No. Which I found really interesting. That, that yeah, there was
0: only, the one, only one Imperialist made cut. Um, yeah. So one of the things that some of the um, American podcasts who don't podcast anymore were saying was that, you know, the reason Nantecs are good is because we've all forgotten how to play Aces, and if we learn to Ace better, then, you know, three Imperial Aces will be able to pick apart. Um, um, is it always the answer? Well, Dom from the Firestorm Squadron has been playing aces for a long time, and he's a very competent and accomplished Imperial aces player. And I think he went four two, and he just said that the Nantex, he, which he has been playing himself as well, um, have just—they um, just got too many arcs to try and dodge them. Um, you just can't get away from them, and eventually your green da- dice just crap out because you know mm-hmm. there's twelve arcs that you've got to try and dodge. Um, and the time on target for the Nantexes is ridiculous, so it's not like you can you know, smash into them from the side of the back and know that you'll be safe because they're pointing in one direction or another. They can just do whatever. Um, but I don't want to talk about Nantex too much anyway because I'll get myself all depressed. <laughs> just... <laughs> That's fair. Yep. Uh, Liam, were there any other lists at all that kind of jumped out as you as as things that you were interested in?
1: Uh, the only one that jumped, jumped out at me is uh, just been discussed in the uh... Akhtar Khan's Bosk list. It, I've, yeah. looked, I've just been it's literally just that Bosk build that interests me to be honest. Uh, I've looked at putting that Bosk build with a Fearless Fen and Old Tarok, mm-hmm. Uh Which I'm hoping to get some form of playtime with whether it's TTS or on tabletop. Yeah. Uh, and uh,
0: I have a, I have thing. a feeling that Akhtar flew that Bosk build with three Fangs. Can you I think he, you can just fit the three I-1s in mm. with it, maybe. You might not be able to. You might have to drop something off the Bosk build, but I think he was flying it with three fangs at one point as well. So
1: I think you can because they're 41 points, aren't they?
0: Yeah. So, so that'll be...
1: And it's a 71-point Bosk, so that brings yeah, you to so 194.
0: You yeah, and there uh, you got a bid. Or you can put some Fearlesses on something or whatever. Oh, so many options, so, yeah, well done, actor, for going top four with that crazy, well done, um the other thing that jumped out at me was um Lukash Pakezhne, butchered but you that probably not as badly as an American would um so he flew twin Falcons, so pancakes are back, producer Tim, if you're listening, which I know you are probably um unless you're playing squadrons yet um but um he flew Han. Modify uh, Han Solo uh, with Leia. So Leia was naked and Han had Trickshot, R2-D2, Kane and Jarrah's hull upgrade, shield upgrade, Millennium Falcon. So it's the old fat Han, less um, inertial dampeners um, for 115 with Leia to give a little bit of extra action economy. Um, at 192 points, um, I'd, have been tempted. I'd have been tempted to spend the, the eight points on something else. Um, I guess, what do you put?
2: On there. I was going okay. say what
0: well, I mean, oh, that one it? Me had to put it on layer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think thought... K two SO one layer would make sense yeah. there, but um, unless there is a K two SO one, it's just not showing up on the list. But um, anyway, um, so yeah, that was uh, another one that jumped out as just being something a bit different. Um, so, Lucas I think plays out of the Polish meta, which has always been a bit um, three degrees to the right of um, of America and the mm-hmm. UK and in the lists that they put together.
2: I think it's been nice to say that apart from, obviously, the Nantex, I I feel like there has been a bit more variety in the lists, specifically in the cut, which kind of feels nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was Um, good spread. There there was good spread of faction, um, apart from Imperials, um, and Republic didn't do well at all. Um, So um, there was a lot of Warthogs turned up, um, but only one made cut. Um, There was a couple of XI Shuttles made cut, um, and I have a feeling that a droid gunship made cut, but I can't remember which list it was in. There's too many separatist lists for me to click through. So, um, yeah, uh, the anyway.
1: cut was
2: cut was top thirty-two. Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, if it was top, if it was top sixty-four, I'd have made it.
0: The <laughs> <If laughs> top sixty-four, some three and threes would have made it as well, wouldn't they?
1: No, because I was sixty-fourth.
0: Oh, there you were.
2: So...
1: <laughs> You, did you say you were doing Poland? I am. Liam. I'm, a, you are, I'm yeah. doing Ryloth as well. It's a, an earlier start, so I'll get to sleep at a decent time.
2: Which one's Ryloth? Poland. That's Poland, yeah, okay. And I think you yeah. said Tim might be doing it as well. Maybe. Although he's not too sure. Yeah, I'm so not, there's a, f-
0: a few of us are thinking about Poland because it's two hours behind us or one hour behind uh. us, so. It'll be a slightly earlier start and a much earlier finish. It'll be like finishing at like 10pm, so it'll be relatively normal and I hours think Tom, for us.
2: Tom is? so
0: Yes, Tom just going to be playing it as well.
2: That's going to be good. So this will be a couple of us that we can get behind in the chat to provide more support, because evidently when it comes to midnight, we're really crapping the group and don't provide enough <laughs> our support. So we'll have to do better at the next one. Uh,
0: Liam just messaged me and said, can you find somebody else to go on the podcast, I'm going to drop. And I was like, yeah, sure, man, no worries. If you change your mind, let me know. So I was, like, being totally supportive. And I was just like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to bed now. It's far too late for me to be dealing with this. <laughs> and then was it
1: half an hour later going, never no, mind, I've carried on? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 glad to, I'm glad the Northern Irish contingent managed to get you back up again. So <laughs> close your eyes and pretend it's me talking to you when you're talking to Daryl. It's fine. But but he's, but he's, he's got a real accent. I know, I know. He hasn't he hasn't had it horribly mangled by eight years of living in the northeast and eight years of living down south. So Alright, I think we're coming to the end of things that we want to talk about anyway. Um so uh, have I done all my shout outs, I think I have. Um so um we are going to uh we've mentioned it a couple of times we are running another knock the sith out on tabletop uh simulator um so it's um knock the sith out 2 hyperspace boogaloo you can find it on um tabletop to if you want to sign up did ben um, make that name up no it was me and i'm very was proud it? of right. it yeah yeah oh god <laughs> can tell I'm a 42 year old father of two can't you know I think I'm cool but I'm not um, yeah we've got um, if you want to if you wanna sign up for it it's free there is going to be prize support we're not sure what it'll be but it, it's, um, it's going to be funded by the Sith Takers Club here um, if you do want to um, put some money into the club or the port or anything like that we don't have a Patreon but what we do have is an affiliate scheme through Element Games yeah. um, so I think um, if we can put the link for the Element Games website store um it is our friendly local gaming store by the way and um, yes. so that's where we go and play in person x-wing um so if you want to buy some stuff from them um from the new waves then we get um a little bit of um of what you pay um and then we put that back into the community so um the the like the event prizes that we run for in-person events and uh, online events are all funded by the club by that that money going back in. Um, so the hyperspace um, event, the Knock the Sith Out event is starting in two weeks. So it's going to start on the 19th. Uh, so have your lists in the day before. Um, it's free to enter. Um, so you're gonna lose absolutely nothing, and you're gonna gain a few games of X Wing if you're lucky. You might get one and then be out because you know it's a knockout event. So um, we'll see, but it should be good. And we've got um, quite a few people signed up. I'm just gonna quickly have a, um, a quick squiz at um, tabletop teal and see how many we've got signed up for it already. I, I even 62 I'm tempted. I'm tempted. To we've got sign 62 signed up already for <laughs> it, um, including aforementioned actor can. Top of the list because his name starts with an A. Um, I, say,
2: I, th- I think also we, um, because of these events that Ben's been hosting, we're, we're starting to get a bit of a Discord community started as well. Yeah. Um, so there's obviously chatter going on in those, um, which anyone's more than welcome to join in as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got players playing from all over the world. We've got um, people coming in from Europe, obviously Actor in Australia. We've got um, some guy called Ollie Pocknell. He signed up. He's going to play in it as well. Um you know, there's a, a whole bunch of um, incredibly good, strong players um, from UK and abroad coming on to play. So um, if anything, if you want practice it flying in a cut and in a cut style environment where MOV just doesn't matter and it's about eking out the win, um, then, you know, this is this is kind of the tournament for you. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Ben told me to plug that. So I have. Um, well so that's done. And I think all that remains to be said is uh, goodbye from Liam. Doodles. And goodbye from Sean. Bye. And it's a goodbye from me. See you later.